This is Random Randy Savage from Cult 45 Podcast, and you're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you said people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 328 of the So Wizard podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-host this week, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield, is away on assignment, so I am joined by the expert, Mr. Marquis, Markellis Reagans. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. And our special guest this week, the creator of the Sour Grapes comic strip, Mr. Tim. Joe. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. How are you guys? Awesome. We're glad to have you back. We always are happy to have you here, Tim. Thank you. The listener are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got some news to discuss, and then we're going to review straight from the annals of Netflix Jingle Jangle. A Christmas journey. Before we get into all that, how the hell is everyone doing, Tim? We haven't heard from you in a little bit. We've had you on the show before. We've had you on the YouTube channel. How are things going for you? Things are going fine. It's 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 been um, real different in 2020. 2020 has kind of sucked <laughs> as far as um, Comic Cons go. I miss everybody. I miss you guys. And um, you know, COVID's just really hit everybody pretty hard i think you know uh, i just wish i'll just say this and shut up about it i just wish everybody would take it seriously and not be stupid and just do the things that suck right now and, and we'll get through it you know i uh you know i was always thinking it what if this was a really really bad contagious case of herpes oh <laughs> I think everybody would be doing anything they could to stay away from people and wearing a mask. <laughs> so maybe if people thought of it that way. Yeah, you know, you know, I have a feeling that a lot of people still wouldn't do that. <laughs> no matter how dangerous it was, there would still be someone out there Dude. be like, ah, fuck it, give me a hug. Do masks prevent herpes? <laughs> well, I, if you did, you know, you get that shit around your, your lips or something, at least the mask would hide it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and how about you, Mark Ellis? How are you this week? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I found out that there might be a sequel to uh, Bloodshot, which uh, I am very excited for because I gave the movie three stars. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, you know, that's that's a win in my, in my column. Getting those three stars ready. <laughs> I'm already ready. Bloodshot 2, better than the first one, three and a half stars. Mark Reagan's So Wizard Podcast. Wow. I mean, we, we missed our chance last week for a, for a crossover with The Witches and Vin Diesel is the last <laughs> witch hunter. <laughs> you said it, man. That's going to happen. It's going to happen. Right. I never <laughs> saw Bloodshot. Three stars, says Markel's Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll have to put it on my list of things to 
kind of do. Yeah, put that on the bottom of your list. You don't you don't have to put it on the top. You can stick it on the bottom, but you know, I, put I, it on the other side of the paper and forget <laughs> about it. I'll put it right after the Great British Baking Show. Oh Jesus! Fine, fine, Joey. How about you, man? How are you doing? Um. I'm all right. You know, I haven't really been doing much, just working a lot, a lot. Um, in the last like two or three weeks, I've been averaging about 60 hours a week between both jobs. Wow. Um, so it's just been a lot of sleeping. We're coming into the really tough part of the year for me in both jobs. So um, I mentioned this on our Patreon feed, but like I, I'm going to put out a – so every month for our Patreons, both tiers, $1 and $3, there's a uh, solo show where I just sit down and, and talk – kind of stream of consciousness for you know anywhere from 15 to 45 minutes about things i've watched throughout the month nerdy things that we aren't going to cover on the show and you know some months it's a little slim and some months it's a little heavy but uh, i i i mentioned it i'm like I, i'm gonna pull out an episode and i'm gonna watch stuff but i don't really know what the fuck i'm gonna watch right now <laughs> and i don't know <laughs> when i'm gonna have time to do it so i might watch some stuff later on tonight as we record this but yeah yeah it's just been really busy i'm a little pissy today because i have been buying as i mentioned a few weeks ago i've been buying the trades of uh, mortal hulk off amazon as i finish one i buy another one and try to time them so they come in on my days off and i can read them like lay down in bed and read for a little while and i was really excited i got the new one i pulled it out of the envelope and there's a big fucking bend in it oh. i'm so angry oh like it's still readable and everything, but it's like I can't put that on my shelf. Like what the fuck? So I have until February first to mail it back to them, <laughs> and they're gonna replace it. But I, I'm gonna read it first, obviously. Of course, <laughs> it's still readable. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's really the excitement that's been going on around here. Is bent up uh, trade paperbacks I ordered from Amazon <laughs> and working a lot. And watching uh, movies. That's it. So, yeah, I mean, programming note, we mentioned last week we were going to watch Fat Man starring Mel Gibson. And Aubrey had begged out of watching that. <laughs> so, you know, we called it. We called on. Our, we went to the bench. We called in our good friend Tim here to uh, to watch it with us. And then <laughs> I'm on a was, bench. OK. Yeah. You're on. It, it's like the benches they used to have at Foxborough Stadium. Very uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. That explains a few things. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we were going to do the movie, and, and we're getting ready to rock and roll. And I'm, I'm like, all right, well, it comes out Friday, so I'll watch it over the weekend. And then I'm I'm researching online, and, and I realize it comes out Friday in theaters. God knows where the, any of the theaters are. And it doesn't come out un until middle of next week on demand. So that's out because um, there's no way in hell I'm not going to any fucking movie theaters right now. There's like COVID is spiking all over the place. I'm not I'm not going to die for uh, I'm gonna have my lungs fill with fluid and die for Mel Gibson is fat man. <laughs> so <laughs> I, uh, I so we, we tried to go to the next thing on the list. I'm like, all right, well, New Mutants has been out for a while. Um, we haven't recovered that yet on the show. So let's do that. So then me and Mark like argued back and forth about whether it was out or not. <laughs> For like 15 minutes you know, it was mostly just misunderstanding i'm like no it's it's out already it came out and you're like no it's not on demand yet I'm like, fuck so we looked in it's also not on demand yet so yep so thankfully i was right for that one just want to just want to just want to chalk that up there it's a lot like arguing with my wife like mark is usually always right so <laughs> um <laughs> so we were scrambling and 
And this movie that we're going to do today, Jingle Jangle colon, uh, Christmas Journey, just happened to pop up on Netflix, and it looked pretty decent, so we thought we'd check it out. So that is why we aren't covering Fat Man <laughs> this week. We uh, well, might, as Mark said uh, earlier, might uh, shoot that in somewhere else, but we'll see. So that's that's the programming notes. Uh, Tim, yes. why don't you tell the listeners a little bit? Maybe they, they don't know for some reason, even though you've been on before and you've been on our YouTube channel and you're a great friend of the show. So why don't you let them know a little bit about Sour Grapes and, and where they can find you and all your stuff? Oh, well, Sour Grapes is a comic strip and uh, it's uh, self-syndicated in a slew of newspapers throughout Rhode Island, where I live, uh, Massachusetts. Uh, Texas and California, and um, you can read it online. Uh, you can see it at um, Sour Grapes 2017 on Instagram. I'm um, at Sour Grapes Comic on Twitter that nobody cares about, <laughs> and I'm at. You can find it on sourgrapescomic.com, which is the uh, website, and you can also look for me on on Facebook. And see it there. It's a weekly comic, so I post it weekly. And uh, it's a lot of fun. It's funny. So check it out. Awesome. And we will vouch that it is very good. I'm um, not just saying that because you're our friend. Because <laughs> <laughs> if, if it wasn't good, we'd have been like, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, we'll call you. Don't call us. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that before. That's right. It's Every not time you, I it's talk me. to a new editor. <laughs> That's what the girls used to tell me in high school. It's not you, it's me. (laughs) Yeah. All right, Mark Ellis, enough about us. Let's talk about us. Why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast? All right, so everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. Uh, You'll also find some uh, movie reviews occasionally from yours truly. You'll find some Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu streaming picks from our buddy the awesome Adam Mollyhawk. Uh, you'll find our merchandise there. We have a new store, a Tee Public store, where you can uh, click the button on a website, go to our Tee Public store. We have shirts, sweatshirts, mugs, magnets, stickers, all types of things with the Soul Wizard Podcast logo in it. So uh, check it out. Support the show. Um, another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep right on the website. Uh, if you're doing your Christmas shopping online or buying some trade paperbacks, uh, go to soulwizardpodcast.com, click the amazon logo do your shopping receive your products and that way you'll be helping out our tiny little show you can also find our social media links there we have facebook twitter and instagram so definitely get at us uh, you can subscribe to us on apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you're there you can also find us on a stitcher radio app for your tablet or smartphone we're also on podbean google play music iHeartRadio, pandora uh, we have a youtube page with videos going up all the time thanks to adam Wallyhawk, and they are amazing uh, we also have a Patreon page if you want to support us monthly and get bonus content from everyone here at the show. Uh, shout out to all of our podcasting buddies in the Geek World All-Stars Podcast and Network. Back to you, Joey. And I have lots of hidden potential. <laughs> All right. Well, it looks like we've got some news to discuss, Marcellus. So drop the drop and let's news the news. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right. So this weekend, nerdy news. Uh, there was a little bit of a, 
I guess, internet uproar or kind of a tizzy regarding uh, the Star Wars show on Disney Plus, The Mandalorian. We will be doing a review of the full show coming up here on the podcast, but uh, you know, I've been watching it every week and uh, you know, without spoiling what we're going to be talking about later on. When we, re- we reviewed a show, uh, this past episode was absolutely amazing. I'm stunned how good it was. But last week, uh, the character of uh, the child, a.k.a. Baby Yoda, was helping himself to some uh, unfertilized eggs from a frog character that uh, that had hired the Mandalorian as a like an Uber, space Uber, to take her to a planet. Uh, and, you know, it, it, I thought it was cute. I thought it was funny. You know, Baby Yoda's always hungry. Baby Yoda got to eat, and there are some eggs there, and Baby Yoda ate it. And if you watch the episode, you'll see how that kind of backfired on him uh, in a big bad way. But the internet, being the internet, was pissed that Baby Yoda was eating these unfertilized eggs. And uh, I don't, I mean, it's a fictional character. <laughs> it's a puppet eating something. Who cares? Um, but I don't know. It made the news. So I just wanted to go around the room and see what you guys thought of the controversy of Baby Yoda and the uh, egg gate, I guess, 2020. I don't know. <laughs> Joey, what, what did you think of all of this stuff, dude? Um, when I was watching it, I didn't care at all. Me and my son were uh, dying laughing for most of that episode. Just with uh, it, that episode was very Baby Yoda centric. And it was really funny when he kept eating the eggs. And when and then he was like waddled out into what was clearly the movie Alien. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> You're just like, no, get away from there. <laughs> like, then he just keeps eating. <laughs> it's like they just established he was hungry and he wanted to eat. And every time he kept eating those eggs, I was fucking rolling. And uh, every time he kept going near him, we were like, get away from there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, But, yeah, I guess the controversy is that, you know, the frog lady mentions that these are uh, unfertilized eggs and they're like the last of her species and she has to protect them, blah, 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 blah. And then Baby Yoda just keeps popping up and eating them. (laughs) I I, I thought it was hilarious. I I don't see the controversy, but, um, you know, that's neither here nor there, I guess, for me. But for me and my son watching it, uh, we thought it was hilarious. So. All right. All right. Do you think there's any kind of uh, do you think people have any kind of leg to stand on when it comes to saying this? I mean, it's all it's all it was written by John Favreau. So if we're going to hold anyone responsible for this, we're going to hold him responsible. But do you think they have any kind of leg to stand on at all? No. Um, and I think it is sad when this kind of stuff blows up and is like, you know, you see people like losing their mind over it in uh, comment sections and stuff. And you're just kind of like, man, you know, there's like legitimate like social injustices going on right now <laughs> yep. that people could be investing in. And instead, we're arguing about a baby Yoda puppet eating <laughs> a frog woman's eggs. I, I just I don't get it at all. You know, when people are like, oh, you know, you snowflakes get offended by everything. Um yeah, I mean, and it, it it really diminishes when there is something legitimate to be offended about in something because you're just like, look at these idiots get offended by everything. Right. Yep, that's a good point. Um, Tim, what about you, man? How do you feel about the controversy of uh, Baby Yoda getting there, getting his egg on? You know, I I was reading about that stuff on the uh, people freaking out on the internet, and it's like get a fucking grip, people. I mean, yeah, I, again, yeah, I agree. It's it was funny. You know, he like like you said, he I call him Yoda baby. He uh, he always gets con- uh, hungry and he sees these things and he um, 
it's like he got his hand caught in a cookie jar <laughs> all the time, you know. It was hysterical, you know. He's, he, you know, we eat eggs. I don't know if anybody knew that. So, um, <laughs> you know, I was totally hoping he would use the force to like maybe fry him in a frying pan, <laughs> you know, or something over a little flame in that. But, you know, I, I mean, there were plenty left after he was gone. <laughs> yeah. It's they were like, unfertilized. You know, it's not like he was eating fetuses or something. Yeah. <laughs> and I was wait. Why didn't the frog lady like whack him with her tongue or something? Oh, she they're that precious. Why didn't she pay more attention to him? Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, come on. It, maybe she could have sealed the damn thing, you know, a little better or, or whatever. But you know, they looked yummy. So like giant gummy balls or something. <laughs> hey, well, but you know, people just react. You know. It is what it is with the internet, I guess. They they kind of just had to have something to complain about and whatever. So Yeah. Well I, yeah, he was he was playing with the with the little polywog afterwards. I think was it uh, this past episode yeah. or something. So it like he popped that thing in his mouth. Yeah, we were just <laughs> screaming at the screen, Don't eat it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um Mark, what do you think those eggs tasted like? Uh like breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Tim? What do you think the eggs tasted like? Well, you know what I figured. I I thought of you know when Rocky put all the eggs in a glass. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. Kind of like that. That's kind of what I figured they'd taste like. You know, just one big protein drink. <laughs> this is so, all part of Baby Yoda's bulking up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gonna yeah. put a chin up bar in that little room he has on the. <laughs> He heard yeah. that. Uh, he heard that uh, Apollo Creed was on the show, so he's he's getting ready to fight him. <laughs> Protein gonna, drink. Yeah, he's gonna climb up a mountain and be like Django. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough Rocky jokes from us. That's 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 good. Those are deep cuts for you guys out there. Um, All right, so then next on the list, um, you know, as we were talking before, the pandemic is kind of screwing everything up. We were supposed to be getting Wonder Woman in, in theaters uh, this Christmas, but now it looks like they haven't officially announced anything yet, but they are seriously toying with the idea of releasing Wonder Woman onto a streaming platform. Now, this movie was supposed to come out uh, June of this year. Uh, they have a lot of money invested in it. And luckily, it's not tied to the DC Universe, so it's there's no kind of a chronological story that everyone's going to be missing out on. Because uh, we don't have it, but uh, at this stage of the game, with so many movies coming out online, would you guys rather wait for Wonder Woman for next summer, or do you think they should release it uh, on a streaming service by the end of this year or the beginning of next year? Uh, let's start with our guest Tim. Oh, I I want to wait for it in the theater. That's that's a I was you know I understand why, but um, you know I really they keep putting these movies off, so I. I waited this long for it to be in the movie so you know i wouldn't mind waiting to see it in in the theater because that this is the kind of movie i'd want to see in the big screen mm -hmm. with the big sound and stuff and uh um you know i really love the the first one the woman movie so i want to i want to wait i want to wait and, and see this i think the streaming service will just uh it kind of dumb it down a little bit you know yeah. so let's let's wait till the theater all right. 
All right, Joey, what about you, man? Are you ready to see it now or you think you want to wait some more? As a uh, person who helps run a current events movie news and review podcast, I want it in the theaters now. <laughs> now, now, now. It's just we need content badly. Um, I, I, I'm sick of them pushing these movies back. I think this is it. This movie was supposed to come out in 2019 and then got pushed back and then got pushed back and then got pushed back. Um, at my second job, we got in a ton of Wonder Woman merchandise when it was supposed to come out in October, set up this big display for it, and then it got pushed back a week later. <laughs> we still have, I think, four or five boxes of Black Widow merchandise boxed up in the back room on hold. <laughs> stand, oh, wow. by. stand by. Stand by. Stand by. And we got a ton of... Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier pops and oh. those got um, do not put on sales floor. Really? Yeah. So we're like starting to drown in like stuff that we have to sit on because the tie in it ties into something that keeps getting pushed back. Um, so I, on that level, I'd like it to come out. <laughs> um, <laughs> but really, I, I mean, at this point, is they they're just gonna have to shit or get off the pot. I mean, the way things are going, I don't know when the fuck we're going back to any of this stuff. Like anything, uh, I I'm starting to feel like you know. April, May, that may not even be, that may be too soon for this stuff. Um, I know like not to jeopardize our press passes, but you know, Rhode Island was supposed to be a couple weekends ago or maybe even last weekend, Rhode Island comic con. And they pushed it back to next summer for the summer edition. And they're saying they're going to honor all the tickets that were sold for this past one that got canceled and blah, blah, blah. But I mean, I, I don't really feel confident we're going to put 70,000 plus people in the Dunkin' Donuts Center in six months. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know when this is all going to go back. So at this point, I would say put it out on Christmas in whatever theaters are fucking open. And then, you know, two or three weeks later, throw it on HBO Max and just be done with it. <laughs> yep. I'm so sick of, of this at this point. Like, just start putting this stuff out. I don't even care anymore. I know it's not my like four hundred million dollars spent on it, so it's easy for me to say, but <laughs> just fucking do it. The thing I'm worried about all of these movies that they're postponing. I mean, I agree. It probably won't be a, a while before everyone is comfortable going back into the theaters, like in in mass in a big group. You know, we're probably looking at maybe the end of next summer, middle to the end of next summer, maybe. But um, yeah, my fear is that you know. We're going to get to that point. We're going to be like, all right, people, here we go. Wonder Woman is in theaters and it goes into theaters. And then next thing you know, it's three stars from Mark Reagan. So was her podcast. You know, like every movie that comes out that we've been waiting for is going to be shitty or not going to be worth the wait. And then I'm going to feel, you know, like it feel like a chump that we waited this long. So I say Mm -hmm. movie theaters are not going to be happening anytime soon. Let's just call 2020 a wash. Just put it out now and let's start over next year. That's what I say. Yeah. Uh, Read Pop just announced C two E two is going to be in December next year, and that's usually a March <laughs> show. So that's now been moved back to December twenty twenty one. Wow! And that's usually in Chicago, right? Right, and then, so think about December in Chicago. Holy <laughs> crap! Yeah, as someone who was who was born and raised in Chicago, that is not going to be a good time for uh, outdoors at all. Convention, regardless. You know, you know I, some of the some of the movie theaters around here are open. Oh yeah. Um, and I I like seeing these these movies with a packed theater. You know, with and so that it's going to be even longer before that happens. Right. So, um, we just gotta <laughs> get angry. <laughs> People behave. 
Yeah, the one time we went to the movies to see Tenant, there was like no one there. <laughs> oh yeah, and we felt I felt safe. I was fine with the physical act of going to the movies. There was just nobody there. <laughs> so, I'm just so over this COVID shit. Uh, at my second job, uh, I'm supposed to be enforcing people wearing their mask uh, correctly. And people are just such jerks about it and they don't wear their mask the right way. They got it under their nose, on their chin, on their forehead, or they give you a bunch of attitude when you mention to pull it up. And it's like, dude, we were just closed for four months <laughs> and now we're open again because we moved up in phases. Like, I, I don't care about you. I just don't want to close <laughs> again. <laughs> I like having money. Right. <laughs> um, I like buying action figures and comic books. So like, but I'm so sick of people and like, people get wild and like crazy about like it. When you say something about their mass, like pull it up or, or whatever, they get so nutty. It's like, I'm making minimum wage. Like I, I'm not getting paid to get stabbed or in a fist fight over his mask. So you know what? Your dumb ass wants to get COVID. Just fucking get it. I don't care anymore. You just, just get right. it. Then the faster tell, you get it, the faster you'll pull up your mask. I tell these people that I, you know, that I know is some people, well, the people that I know, and, you know, they've got the mask around their chin and stuff. And it's, it's like wearing a condom on your balls. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it just doesn't work that way. Wait, it so. doesn't? Oh, damn. <laughs> no wonder I have two kids. Right. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. can't, That's where they came from. All right. So we'll we'll see what happens in the future. Um, You know, Wonder Woman 2, I... I really hope it's going to be good, but I'll be honest, it doesn't seem like if we were talking about like a Marvel movie or a Star Wars movie, yes. But Wonder Woman, uh, just release it online. That's fine. All right. So then, and then the last bit of news. Uh, speaking of, uh, well, we are going to be speaking of Christmas movies coming up in the show, but there is a rumor. Uh, well, not a rumor actually. I guess this is actually is is in play. Uh, they're going to be remaking the uh, classic Richard Donner. Uh, Bill Murray movie, Scrooged. Uh, this one is going to be featuring Kevin Hart as the lead. Uh, Scrooge came out a long freaking time ago. Uh, mm. And it's, you know, it's basically a Christmas carol, you know, redone for modern times. So I definitely think it's we've gotten to the point where we it there's been enough time where we can remake it, even though, you know, the Bill Murray one is a classic. It's not 100 percent original. So I'm down with the Scrooge remake. I like Kevin Hart in most things. Uh, I think he would be a good fit for it. But um, yeah, you know, there's like a gazillion Christmas Carol movies. What's one more? So yeah, I'm psyched for it. I think it'd be cool. What do you guys think of a Scrooge remake with Kevin Hart? Let's go back to Joey. Um, I My first reaction is to be completely against it. Uh, I love the first or the original one with Bill Murray. I think it's a, an absolute classic. We try to watch it every year. It is not our Christmas Eve movie at the house. Our Christmas Eve movie is Die Hard that we watch every year. And um, it started with just me and my wife. And now the, both the kids watch it with us starting a few years ago. So, um, you know, that's our that's our family tradition is to watch Die Hard. But uh, me and my wife try to watch Scrooge at least once during the holiday season. And I just I, I love it. I think it's such a great movie. I think it's an, much like Ghostbusters. It's a movie that really relies on Bill Murray's performance. Yep. And we don't know how much that performance is him ad libbing on set. Um so and unlike other people, I do like Kevin Hart. I think he's funny in things. I've seen him in things that he's funny in. I do like him. He's not someone that sells a movie to me. So I'm not going to go, oh, my God, a new Kevin Hart movie and like run to the theaters. Uh, but I'm not going to not see a movie because he's in it. Like he's great in Jumanji. Um, what I can't remember the one with him in The Rock. 
that wasn't Jumanji. <laughs> Central Intelligence, I think. Or yeah, it might have been the poster was. I, I remember the poster was yellow. Yeah. that's all I can remember about it. That's what okay. it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he's good and stuff. He's funny. I like him, but I don't know. I don't know, just it's just it's like ugh. But then it's hard to be like, oh, you can't remake a Christmas Carol because that's <laughs> Scrooge is a fucking remake of a Christmas Carol. Like, there's a million remakes of a Christmas Carol. There's a Muppet Christmas Carol. Also. Exactly. Um, it is what it is. I just just it doesn't have to be called Scrooge. Um, but we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. My feeling is I, I'm probably not going to watch it, or if I do, I'll probably hate it. But I'm not like ready to burn down the town over it so all right all right you heard it here folks uh christmas 2022 we we will be reviewing scrooge with uh kevin hart <laughs> a little, oh, a little, 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 little programming note for uh two years from now <laughs> all right so tim what about you man how do you feel about uh the original scrooge and what do you think about their their uh uh putting together a remake with kevin hart well i i never saw the original scrooge <gasps> what no uh, i just didn't uh, I don't know why. There's, like Joey said, there's been so many Christmas carols and Scrooge and stuff. I I don't know. I don't know why I never saw it. But I, uh, you know, this this might be okay. I mean, I never saw the first ones, so it might be okay with me. <laughs> Kevin Hart, I think, needs a, a good director um, to make. You know, he, he's a funny guy. I mean, on on stage in his stand up, he's just fan- fantastic. But um, so I, I just hope it's done well. And, um, you know, my favorite Christmas Carol, uh, movie is, uh, with Jim Carrey, which, oh, I, you know, which I think the animated brilliant one, in, the animated one. Yeah. And, uh, it's, that's just, it's incredible. It, so that, that's the one that I watch all the time. I, I can watch that over and over again, you know, especially being an artist. I just, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that animation is incredible. So. Um, I think this one would need to make the mark. I think, um, hopefully, because he's a you know a, a very funny comedian, maybe they can make it really funny. I I don't know how they're going to approach it either. But so you know, I'll I'll check it out. Um, I like Christmas movies, and my family likes Christmas movies. Um, you know, we watch all the Santa Claus movies <laughs> every year. So um, we'll see what we'll see what happens with it. I, you know, I'll 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 check it out. All right, all right. Well. Tim, unfortunately, because you haven't seen Scrooge, the original Scrooge with Bill Murray, I have to give you a boo this man. Boo this man! You got to get one, man. I'm sorry. Sounds like my years of doing (laughs) stand-up. I think it's on, it was, it was on Netflix for the longest time, so I don't know if it still is. Watch it now. Darn right, you got to watch it. All right, so, uh, Yeah, so we'll 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 see we'll see how that goes. Um, like I said, the original was a classic. You know, Richard Donner doing his thing, and uh, yeah, with Kevin Hart being, uh, I think he might have some skills with the improvisation, like Bill Murray. So I think it might be a good fit, but we'll see. We'll see. Now, Bill Murray is that's the guy from Saturday Night Live, right? Uh, yeah, amongst other things, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, so that's it. That's all I got for the news for this week. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with our review of Jingle Jangle. Hello, I'm Anthony. And I'm Dr. Issues. And we're hosts of Capes on the Couch, the podcast where comics get counseling. Superheroes don't always get to go home happy. That's where we come in. We offer psychiatric and mental health analysis of comic book characters. So check us out at capesonthecouch.live and across all social media platforms at Capes on the Couch. 
And we are back. All right, guys. We all had a chance to watch Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey on Netflix. Marcellus, before we start, why don't you tell us what Jingle Jangle is about? Oh, I was not ready for that. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the point. I have it up right in front of me, but I, I like to put you on the spot. So. Read it in your best radio voice. In my best it. radio voice? Okay. Yeah. Jingle Jingle, an imaginary world comes to life in a holiday tale of an eccentric toy maker, his adventurous granddaughter, and a magical invention that has the power to change their lives forever. All right. So what we'll do to start, as always, we'll go non-spoiler impressions, and then Markellis will play the drop, and we will spoil Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey. So to start, what did you think of the movie? Our big guest, Mr. Tim Jones, what did you think of Jingle Jangle? Well, first of all, thank you for calling me big. <laughs> and uh, I, I liked it. I had fun with it. Um, the the dance, the dancing, uh, choreography was was phenomenal, and uh, the singing was great. And uh, you know, I overall, I, I I had a good I had a good time with it. All right, Marcellus, how about you? This was your suggestion for us to do this week. You saved the day with this movie. So, what did you think? Yeah, it's a good thing this movie came out this week because I don't know what we would, we would be talking about. <laughs> More about how to wear condoms, I think. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I like the movie. I thought it was done really well. Uh, the key to a musical for me is it has to have good music. You know, like the songs have to be good. And luckily, the songs in this movie were actually really good. So uh, the musical aspect I liked and on a personal level uh it was really cool for me to i i really enjoyed what i was seeing on a screen like visually i loved it i thought it was visually fantastic all right well what do you think what do you think i thought of the movie mark um i'm gonna say you would think that it was fine uh and but you had issues with the singing and dancing yeah well the problem is that i hate black people so <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Let me let me let me take that back. You, number one, you're racist. <laughs> wow. No. Um, actually, I really, really liked this movie. <laughs> nice. I had a really good time watching this movie. I really enjoyed it. Um, wow. I really liked it <laughs> the whole time I was watching it. And there are problems with it. Don't get me wrong. And we'll get into that in a little bit when we get into spoilers. But there, there's some problems with the movie. But Overall, I, I just I had fun watching it. It was enjoyable the whole time. It was fun. It was very good natured. Um, it was definitely a quote unquote family movie, and um, that's fine. That's okay. You can have movies for the whole family. Nothing, it doesn't have to be super offensive or violent or anything like that. It was enjoyable. I liked it. Um, I love Forrest Whitaker and anything. I enjoyed a lot of the songs and the dancing, and yeah. That, I really, really liked the movie. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. So nice. Let's. I want to say that. I want to say that Hamilton broke you because if pre Hamilton, you wouldn't. Have, I don't think you would have liked this movie. I don't know. Maybe it did. I, I don't know who I am anymore. This is uh, this year of lockdown has changed me. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So let's uh, let's jump into spoilers then. Markel's play the drop. And if you haven't seen Jingle Jangle: A Christmas Journey, uh, you might want to go check it out and come back. Otherwise. Keep on listening, because we're about to jump into spoilers. Spoiler alert! I had seen the future, and I had to prevent it. 
All right. So we're going to start off with things that we liked about the movie. Mark Ellis, why don't you give us some things that you liked about Jingle Jangle? Uh, so a lo- one of the things that I actually really, really enjoyed about it was the fact that it incorporated a lot of traditional Christmas uh, special themes into this one movie. Like there was, like we mentioned before, there was a singing and dancing aspect, uh, but there was also the, uh, in light of like a Christmas carol, the, the you know, kind of bitter old man who has to find his heart. Um, and there was aspects of, they wanted to kind of like recreate that, uh, the stop motion animation look through some of the scenes and still like fill the frame with, um, uh, with, uh, you know, like Christmas visuals. So there was, they incorporated a lot of different Christmas aspects or things from other Christmas movies into this one movie. And I thought that was really cool that I really, really enjoyed as someone who like, like years ago, wrote a story about a um, like I wrote a short story about a, a black um, inventor kind of set during Victorian times because, you know, just something that I haven't seen and something that I would have liked to have seen uh, when they started with that. I was like, oh, my God, they like <laughs> they've read my mind. They know this is I've been waiting my whole life for something like this. So visually for me personally that I really loved. I love the story about I love a story set in that time frame in Victorian age. And something with like a, a black Howard Stark, I thought was so cool. So, um, yeah, yeah, those are some of the things that I really, really liked about it. Um, the effects were good. Anytime that they went into the uh, the puppet work or the CG character work, I was I could watch a whole movie of just that stuff. I love that stuff. All right, but I did have some issues with it. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. But that's good for things you liked. What about you, Tim? How about you? Oh, big time the uh, the animation. Uh, I was just like glued, glued to the screen. I, I you know, the in between uh, animation um, and then the puppetry and all, and all the effects and that. I, I was just there was so much artistic stuff to the to this to watch. Um, right, you know, it, even the sets were incredible. You know, and on top of all that, the 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 choreography and and the dancing. Like I said, I thought that. All that was really good. I thought the singing was really good, and uh, you know, it 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 did have a a really cool sense of of Christmas around it, and constant constant uh, movement throughout the throughout the whole movie. I really didn't see any moments where there wasn't you know too much going on or not a, not enough going on and stuff. So you know, initially I didn't I went into it blind. I didn't. I didn't know it was a musical. So when they when they started singing and stuff, I was like, oh, OK. Um, yeah, I totally see this movie on Broadway as well. So, yeah, those those are some of the things that I that I liked about it. It was supposed to be on Broadway. That was the original plan, but no one would finance it. So then, that's why it's not on Broadway. Uh, uh, wow. OK. Joey, what did you think? Interesting. Of it? Oh, um, let's see. <laughs> I also had no idea this was a musical. <laughs> they hid that very well in the trailer that I watched for it when you suggested it, Mark. I don't think they even showed a single song in the trailer, really, did they? Well, they showed the kids outside dancing, so I kind of figured that would have been like a, a giveaway. Oh, I don't know. Don't Isn't that what kids always do in, in movies, <laughs> is dance out in the street? Like, remember those weird kids in the Teen Witch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I... Um, so I didn't know it was a musical, but it, it didn't bother me at all. I thought the songs were really, really good. I loved the um, Christmas, just like you said, Marcellus, the Christmas aesthetic of the movie where they kept 
putting in just things like that you recognize or feel familiar with from all sorts of things throughout what you've been watching. Like the, the outside town looked like it was right out of a Christmas Carol. Um, you know, just stuff like that throughout the movie was great. I, I really liked uh, Forrest Whitaker in the movie. I thought his performance was amazing. <laughs> I think uh, he should be up for awards for the movie, but I don't think he will because it's a kid's movie on Netflix. But I thought he was acting on another level beyond way beyond the effort that anyone else would have put in for this type of movie. I really liked all the songs, like the dances. Um, I like the storyline. I loved the woman that was trying to seduce him throughout the entire movie. <laughs> yeah. What was her name? Miss. Uh, you know, I was it Miss Jackson. Miss uh, Ms. Johnson. Miss Johnson. Ms. Okay. Johnson. I loved the little nuance where he would always call her Mrs. Johnson the whole time that he didn't want to make out with her or anything until he did. And then she, he started calling her Miss Johnson. Yep. <laughs> I, I noticed that right away. I was like, that is, that is very well done. Very well done. Um, I loved the uh, special effects in the movie. I didn't think they were bad in any way, shape or form. And I loved the visual of him thinking out and the girl to the um, journey. And they would think out like the math problems and they would kind of appear in the air in front of them. Oh, yeah. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. And I just I just really liked uh, just about everything in the movie. I mean, it was it was really good. It was enjoyable. It was a fun watch and it was uh, uplifting. And there wasn't really anything bad to say about it on my end. But Mark Ellis, with the good must come the bad. So what did you not like about Jingle Jangle? You know, it's not that uh, it's not something that I didn't like, but I thought, uh, like I mentioned before, this was originally supposed to be a Broadway play or that was the original design of it. And I think if it was, if they did make it into a play and this was like the movie adaptation version of it, they would have trimmed a little of the movie down. Which, which I think would have been better. Like, there's a lot of fat here, and I'm not sure if it's the pacing of the movie or if it's the editing of the movie, but I feel like they could have trimmed... It seemed that it should have been a little bit more streamlined for some reason. Like, scenes seemed to, to linger a little bit longer than they should have. So it did kind of make the pacing off a little bit because you're... You know, you get the... You know what they're going for. Obviously, it's a Christmas movie. You know what they're going for. And when they hit that point, it's like, okay, I got the point. Now let's move on to the next part. But you're still on that one original point. It's like, all right, I got it. Let's, you know, let, let's get on to the to the to the, the feel good stuff. And I think they just didn't pay. I think the pacing is a little bit off in here. But um, other than that, that's the only that's the only issue I had. Uh, I do agree with you on Forrest Whitaker, though. He's amazing in this. Like I was stunned how good he was, even when he was singing. I was like, holy shit, my man is <laughs> my man is good. Is there anything he can't do? <laughs> He's ghost dog. <laughs> I was just about to say that he's if he's the way of the samurai, then you can't stop him. There's nothing. There's nothing he can't That's do. Right. That's right. How about you, Tim? Anything you didn't like about the movie as you watched it? Well, um, uh oh. <laughs> they, they were taught, especially in the beginning of the movie, the, the younger Geronicus. I was having a really hard time understanding him. He was talking so fast. Um, and there's a bunch of times during the, during the movies, I don't know what, what it was. It was in the beginning and I, I, I just thought that they were talking too fast. And then, and then we have Ricky Martin, <laughs> who I completely forgot was in the movie and I'm looking for him. I'm like, wait a minute. He's a little, uh, um, the toy, what was his name? 
the toy? Uh, I don't know. Levita Ricky. <laughs> no. Levita <laughs> uh, <laughs> <right>. Loca. <laughs> but when he first started talking, I was like, is he French? <laughs> I didn't, because that's why I didn't know it was Ricky Martin. He sounded French to me because he was talking so, and then he, he was constantly moving and then whacking the guy in the side of the head, you know, which I didn't really get. But in, in a, and I'm going with that, I, there was a lot of stuff that just didn't make sense to me. And maybe like Mark was saying that it was the, you know, scenes going a little too long or, or whatever. I mean, a lot of stuff doesn't make sense to me to begin with, but, <laughs> um, I, uh, you know, there was that scene, <laughs> there was that scene where the, they were going, rescuing the, uh, the robot there. Yep. Buddy 3000. And um, I could have sworn he started out as Body 2000, but maybe that was just me. And they're going down that tube, and they're trying to figure – that's when the, the math came in of how they're going to make it out this very sharp, fast-spinning blade with – I don't even know how they made it through. And I'm like, wait a minute. Wait it's a, a kid's minute. movie, right? Yeah, Science. Saw. Science. This is the uh, chop salad moment here. <laughs> and um, – I, they made it through somehow, but I, you know, I just, I'm like, I think that they probably could have done it better, but, mm-hmm. um, imagine, imagine I if they, they, imagine if they didn't make it through and the movie just ended right there. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been okay. <laughs> you know, this math was wrong. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> you know, it wow. wasn't squared it was cubed you idiot and then well, you know it. you know guys uh, when i used to sell cars and Marcellus, you worked at the same dealership uh larry used to have a saying men lie and women lie but math don't lie <laughs> <laughs> but i mean uh you know th- those are my my two big things i didn't get the i i thought that we were i keep going back to the two but the thing can make things fly or float and stuff so maybe that could have come into play, but he stuck his arms out and tried to, you know, steer him that way and drag on the tube. And I, but you know, that, that whole thing with the floating around and stuff, and I kind of got it, but I didn't really get that for some reason. Mm-hmm. And, um, why did it take so long for them to get to the, to get to the point where there's, you know, the buddy 3000, I thought that maybe he would have shown up a lot sooner than anything else so mm-hmm. uh, i don't know i i i just i was just having a overall having a hard time following but that's just me you know no no there's there's definitely a streamlining issue with the with the story it doesn't there isn't like okay the movie is about this and now we're gonna do this it's just a kind of a, a conglomeration of a bunch of different things so yeah that, that it's totally understandable it yeah it seemed to like jump jump from certain um aspects yep a little a little too much too sharply and i don't think it it could have flowed a little better i guess um i think you're right if they if they kind of streamlined it um chopped off the fat a little here or there um it, it might have helped you know maybe if buddy 3000 ate some eggs <laughs> <laughs> that might have been good He's just eat, he's just eating Christmas ornaments off the tree for the whole movie. Yeah, like steam, like eat some steampunk eggs off the tree. <laughs> you know that would have been okay. All right, Joey, what about you, man? What did you not like about the movie? 
Um, mostly it was the length, um, not so much the girth, but the length <laughs> of the movie. Um, when I fired it up and I just hit pause, just, just check how long this movie was. Cause it's, you know, I have, I get two days off a week and, and you know, behind the scenes, uh, the, today I, I came home, I slept for, uh, I got home at seven o'clock this morning. I slept for three hours. I got up, I watched the Mandalorian with my son and then I fired up jingle jangle. Um, so I'm like, all right, how long am I going to be laying on this couch for? And I was like, oh, God, two hours. Because <laughs> this is, uh, you know, this is a quote unquote family slash kids movie. And you don't uh, you don't usually see them being long. Those are usually like a nine, 90 minutes, 89 minutes, 90 minutes, and, and, uh, and, you know, 105 minutes, including credits. So uh, two hours is a lot. Um, and it, it and I agree with both of you guys. It affects the movie a lot because there were times when it felt like the movie peaked. And we hadn't really done anything enough story wise and we hadn't really moved anything along. But like 45 minutes in, I was like, oh, OK, so we must be close to this being over now. Um, it, it's not in a bad way, though. You know what I mean? It's not like I was sitting there like, oh, God, I can't wait for this to be over. Oh, God. Um, I'm trying to remember what it was we watched a couple weeks ago. That was super long and was like physically painful. But, you <laughs> know, there's there's times <laughs> where we're, we're watching movies for the, the podcast and I, i'm like halfway through it i pause and be like oh man what are we three hours into this and it's been 15 minutes um this wasn't like that it just felt um the editing and the pacing just felt uneven at points um and i think some of that might be what you said mark this used was supposed to be a stage play and then it got turned into a movie so you get things like the kids escaping from the other the bad guys toy factory uh, that whole sequence, I mean, I enjoyed it, but it, it felt strangely tacked into the movie. Yeah. Like we went all of a sudden went for, for like almost half an hour with no singing um, and just this weird like kids action adventure part. And then we went back to what the movie originally was, which was a musical. It, it was really strange. And and I, I liked that part. I, li- I actually really liked them uh, escaping through the fan. I thought that was hilarious. I expected the fan to cut off a tiny bit of her, the top of her hair when <laughs> – that's a movie trope. Like, how could that not have happened? <laughs> yep. You're going to think he would have even calculated for that just to make it a little more exciting. But, um, you know, it, it, it's just it's wildly uneven at, at points. Um, also, the very end of the movie w- felt really cringe. Um, I had already figured out probably about 10 minutes in that um, Mrs. Cosby was Journey. <laughs> yeah. And so that really wasn't a big reveal to me. Um and then they're like, oh, look, out the window of your house, there's the factory. Like, And the kids are like, whoa. And like, I get it. Their kids are excited to see it. But like, didn't they know it was there? It's, it's right outside the goddamn window. No, it's like uh, Wonder Woman's Island. You can't see it. Like the a normal person wouldn't see it. Only when you are ready for the magic, when you're able to look in a fireplace and a fireplace stares back at you, are you ready to see the magical uh, factory outside your house? Okay, I, I didn't get that from it at all. So to me, it was just like, are these kids stupid? <laughs> like, like, I know what the tree in my neighbor's yard out the window looks like because I look at it every day. Like, if I walked over the window and saw the same factory, the big J on it every day, I'd be like, oh, there's the toy factory. It's not like, oh, my God. <laughs> the uh, special effects when they flew out the window at the end were pretty bad, though, too. Um, uh, Felicia Rashad was not selling it very well. The other two, the kids were trying their best, but she was not. She didn't seem like she was too thrilled to be flying on 
clearly on wires removed with CG afterwards. Um, yep. I noticed that <laughs> I was watching it. Otherwise, uh, I do find it interesting that uh, she is the one from the Cosby show now that everyone loves where she seemed forgotten for a while. <laughs> yeah. Now it's like we love the Cosby show except for Bill. So <laughs> everybody else. Where's Keisha Knight pulling when you need her? Um, but yeah, I mean, other than really the length of the movie and it being a little bit uneven in places, uh, there's not really much to dislike here. I don't have any problems with the acting, the characters. I liked the songs. Um, I wish the uh, evil person's like plot and just storyline had been fleshed out a little better. I don't know if you guys agree with that, but, um, you know, I, I get it. But it just seemed like it was kind of petty. Like, OK, he stole the book and then like 40 years later, he still <laughs> hasn't figured out a way to get back together with the guy or anything so it was a little weird but yeah i mean there's really not much to dislike here i enjoyed it so yeah but i i will say the emotional payoff of the bad guy like realizing his mistake that that was nice or at least i i enjoyed that well you are you are right i i was impressed when forrest whitaker sang yeah he's a really good when singer he was singing yeah and, and i was like wow and like tearing up and like crying during the songs too he was he was giving it yeah he was what? on another level in this one there, there he's like he's, he did not show up to cash a check this was not david <laughs> duchovny in the crap legacy <laughs> <let me tell laughs> <you>. <laughs> all right well that's gonna wrap up jingle jangle colon a christmas journey so let's get a score out of five with zero being the worst and five being the best Marcellus, what do you got for jingle jangle uh, because of the production value of it, uh, because of it being a, an original idea and uh, something that we don't really get to see a lot of, I think this is a, a really good family Christmas movie. So I'm going to give it a four out of five. Woo, four out of five. All right. How about you, Mr. Tim Jones? Yeah, I, I agree. I'm going to I'm going to give it uh, four four jingles <laughs> out of five jingles. <laughs> Um, I, th- <laughs> I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was great. I, I really did. I, you know, I want to watch it again. So, cause I just like to watch things again, but yeah, I think I'll put it there. All right. Well guys, I got to tell you it's three for three because I am also going to give it a four out of five. Wow. Um, I just like you guys, you guys said it, it's a fun movie to watch. Uh, Markellis, I agree with you production value wise, uh, special effects, uh, cinematography set dressing everything looks great in this movie forrest whitaker knocking it out of the park it's fun it's great to watch it's good for the family other than it being a little over long and uneven i don't see anything to dislike here i am going four out of five that's right bring on jingle jangle to electric boogaloo that's right (laughs) (laughs) i would kill for that Um, maybe they'll bring it to the networks starting next year and have it as you know one of the regular um, Christmas movies that we'll play every year. Yeah, now that we don't have uh, Charlie Brown Christmas special anymore, we need something. There you go. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap it up and get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Tim, why don't you tell us one more time where we can find you and Sour Grapes and give us a recommendation. Uh, yeah, you can find me. Uh, just go to sourgrapescomic.com, my website. Uh, you, you can find my instagram which is uh at yeah sour grapes 2017 and twitter is at uh sour grapes comic you can find me on facebook you know if you're in the areas look for uh 
Look for sour grapes in your newspaper. If you'd like to have sour grapes in your newspaper, let the editor know and tell them where to find it. So recommendations. Um, I recommend, first, I recommend that uh, these people with the uh, mask problems around their faces, please watch a uh, how to wear a condom (laughs) tutorial, (laughs) which I think will help. Please. Um, and number two. Okay. I've been watching. Uh, I have HBO Max for free for some reason. And so they they just put on uh, Young Justice. And I hadn't seen. I had only seen season one. I think was it on Netflix at first. And um, so now season two, season three. I'm watching season three now. And it's it's phenomenal. I love DC animation. Warner Brothers stuff, all that. Uh, so, um, but I, I, I recommend watching Young Justice on season three. I think it's really cool. So, The Outsiders, it's called Young Justice, The Outsiders. Awesome. Well, it is always great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for coming well, back. Thanks for having me. We are fingers crossed, hoping to see you in, in person next year at a convention when one well, ever happens. I'll tell you what, it is always. A joy. You're one of the people that I wait to see come around the corner to come to come to my table and hang out and and that and I'm 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 hoping that Rhode Island Comic Con happens in in June. Um, I don't see why it wouldn't happen next year in November, but um, I hope to be. I well, I hope they have a, a, a National Cartoon Society booth, which is where they where I've been at the past couple times. Uh, Rhode Island Comic Con. I hope they have one in June and, uh, of course, in November and stuff. So, um, but um, I really hope to see you guys real soon. So, well, if they have it, we will be there. We have our press passes sitting and waiting. So, hopefully, fingers crossed. But, Mark Ellis, what do you got for the listeners? Yeah, some of the stuff that I've been watching, I haven't finished yet, so I'm, I'm not 100% confident in recommending it to anyone, but <laughs> I will say, uh, we talked about it earlier, if you're not watching The Mandalorian, you should definitely be getting on that. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard directed the hell out of the last episode. She's becoming one of my favorite people in the world now, because that episode was amazing. Um, With special uh, guest star Sasha Banks. Yeah, I don't know who Sasha Banks is, but she's hot <laughs> that, oh, that girl is yeah. hot Holy she's uh on wrestling and she is uh an 11 out of 10 bro oh my god bring her back to star wars please um i know <laughs> bring her that, back into my dreams i know <laughs> not like damn now i'm a wrestling fan what the hell star wars um what the fuck i love wrestling now <laughs> <laughs> but uh this uh the past episode introduced some characters from the Clone Wars cartoon. So I've been binging, not binging, but I've been going back and rewatching some of the Clone Wars cartoons featuring the characters that appear in the new episode of The Mandalorian. I don't want to spoil it, but uh that's what I recommend. Watch The Mandalorian and uh catch up on some of those uh Mandalore centric Star Wars uh Clone Wars episodes. All right. Well, I will suggest you go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, so much more. SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music. Just about anywhere under the sun that you find podcasts, we will be there. 
Check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, search So Wizard Podcast. You'll find hours of free exclusive content. Adam just dropped another movie review. We've got a we got an advanced screener of the movie The Giant, and he got a review up of that before it released. <laughs> There's also some cool interviews and uh, some other cool stuff up there. So check it out. It's all free and it's on YouTube. If you'd like to send us some money, you can go to our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash so wizard podcast, where you can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive content. This month it's the only place to hear our review of the new Lego Star Wars holiday special and more. We have a T public page. The link is right on SoWizardPodcast.com on the front page, and you can get t-shirts, mugs, notebooks, masks, just about anything that you can get our logo on. It's there, and that also helps monetarily support the show. So check that out. Uh, as for myself, I will recommend spending money on action figures on Amazon.com. I just pre-ordered the new uh, Infinity Gauntlet Thanos Marvel Legend figure. I also pre-ordered for January. It's a biker scout from the Mandalorian with the bike and Yoda in a little backpack. I don't know if you could punch it or not, but <laughs> uh, and, and yeah, I've just been spending money on Amazon like crazy. I just got, uh, like I said, another volume of Immortal Hulk. And I'm eyeing a couple DC and Marvel omnibuses. Those are really fucking expensive. Um Tim, you're old like us, so you'll remember uh, DC Comics Who's Who, which was their version of the uh, official handbook of the Marvel Universe. Oh, yeah. They just announced uh, it's like a $130 omnibus of both volumes of that. And I really want it, but I have to justify spending money on it. So, yeah, don't be like me, but kind of be like me. Spend money on Amazon and maybe put a little money aside so you can jump on demand and check out the new movie with Nicolas Cage and Tony Jaa. Jiu Jitsu, because that, my friend, is what we will be watching next week on the show. But that's oh, going to no. do it for this week on So Wizard <laughs> Podcast. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co hosts have been the creator of the Sour Grapes comic strip, Mr. Tim Jones. Hey, thanks for having me on. I'm going to go find my big toenail clippers and hit the sack. All right. <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagan. Uh, I am looking forward to Baby Yoda. Uh, pounding some eggs and beating up Carl Weathers in a future episode of The Mandalorian. Good. Oh, sorry. Wakanda forever. <laughs> we'll yeah. see you guys next week. <laughs> Good journey. <laughs>